0: Today's shir begins at the top line, at the end of the top line of Daf Nun Tes. Before we begin the actual Gemara, we glance at the side where we have a Nosay heading. I want to point out that before we read that as well, we mentioned on our previous shir which started on Daf Nun Zayin, that we were dealing with a topic, and we are dealing with a topic that is, is in a sense, one continuous topic till the end of the perik, samach. as a result, words of introduction for this shir uh, would be too lengthy, and hence, we highly recommend that if you didn't hear the previous shir, it would be absolutely necessary to do so in order to understand today's Sheer Daphnun test. This is a mere continuation of what we were discussing last time. On this side we have the noce Mivne heading, Nosé, the topic heading Mivneh structural note and a trapezoid or volcano shape appears this is a Ma'akav, an attempt to keep track of a give-and-take style Gemara and if you allow your eye to skim down the page you will notice there are quite a few of these markings uh, t- extending down to uh, more than halfway down the page. Essentially, the entire in opening discussion uses this scheme. So the narrow shape, the narrow part of the volcano facing upwards, represents a kushia question. Hagemora the kainen The will raise a question. From the Tanayic source that we had already seen, this is our Mishnah. It's our Mishnah is quoted here uh, that begins with the words Kainim Paris. And in this Tanaic source, the Ruyim heter Iker, that the subsequent additional growth of the vegetation does not annul uh, the original plant. And this point, where or the original plant where the original plant was usr was forbidden, the additional growth, the additional heter growth doesn't cancel the original. Uh, and as I said, if this sounds a little abstract or hard to understand, this was dealt with extensively in our previous year. Anyway, this is Vikosha Ami Virabami, nun Nunzayan Mudbez. And if you have Nunzayan Mudbez available, you will notice they were marked off uh, uh, accordingly who held that the Gidule Heter are effective in being Mevatel the Iser. We saw that with uh, Rav Yamai's discussion on Botzel Shel Truma She notal ve'rovu Gidulei he said mutter. And uh, Rab Ami, on that omit as well, when he was asked the second time, he attempted to say uh, th- uh, a point in halacha which suggests that the subsequent growth of Heter would be bavatel the isr. Now, that having been said, we pick up our Gemara in the text, the end of the first line, Mosiv, Rami Bar We're asking on that day that says that the Gidulin, the subsequent quote, is Mevatel, annuls the original item. What the Mishnah said, uh, and once again, we don't have to dwell on the entire understanding of the Mishnah, just one point will be necessary, and that's what is quoted at the end of this framed source. The, the, it says perus ha'elu alai. heim alpi heim lepi person uh, um, imposes upon himself a prohibition of, cons- of these fruits he doesn't say what about the fruits is he just says they are oser unto me he cannot benefit from anything uh, that's given in exchange of them if they're sold and you get money for it the money would be also to benefit from and their subsequent growth as well if he phrases the vow here he specifies that the fruits are also with regard to his eating of them he is entitled to yes benefit from money he receives in exchange for that the, he doesn't eat the money doesn't chew the coins so the money is is okay for him to benefit from and the gidulehen the subsequent growth is allowed if the item that was planted is zarokola, meaning the seed disintegrates uh, in the new growth if it's a type of vegetation that the original plant the original seed or bulb does not disintegrate it simply expands then, afidu gidule gidulin asurin. And here we want to emphasize that even the uh, the growth that derives from the growth, a third generation, if you will, if you will, uh, considering the original, even that will be prohibited. The Rashi on the fourth line from the top, Afilu gidule gidulin asurim, almo di ain gidule heter. Malin and Isur. we see that uh, the successive growth does not cancel the original. so that if you planted something that was you had accepted upon yourself as a neder, you had prohibited it, self-imposed prohibition on a, on a particular plant, that's what you had prohibited and yet when it's a double change, arrow color the subsequent growth. Even the Gidul Gidulum do not cancel it. The subsequent growth is not something you had vowed against. It's, it's not something that you would say is objectively prohibited, but it's ineffective in annulling the prohibition. And Rashi points out, Vikasha le Rebi Ami, this is a problem for Rebi Ami who had appeared back on Nun Zionomic base. Response Omar Rebi Abo Shiny Kinomos. The case featured in the mission involves someone using the konom expression. The reason that the Gidulum do not mevata the that the, sub, the reason the subsequent growth does not annul the original is as follows: since the if he wanted to, he had the option of being shoyol on the nether mitchil shoyol. That means to rescind uh, the vow through. Presenting the vow to a sage, to a Talmud Chacham, you can have the vow rescinded. And since a konom, it's a, f- a form of vow, is subject to being rescinded, meaning it's subject to being becoming mutar, uh, being allowed. Havelu Kedovar kedavur It puts it in the category of halacha called kedavur sheish and this we discussed in our previous. Uh, now, a recent shiurim, something that has a potential heter uh, without relying on bitol, without relying on annulment. So, things like that, they are not subject to being annulled in the face of a majority of heter. So, you're dealing with something that's, we'll say, very potent, and therefore the Gidule Gidulin cannot annul it. But it's in general, like what that the topics that Rav Ami was discussing and Rav Yanai back on Nun Zion Amit they weren't dealing at least at least we think right now they weren't dealing with the Dover Shiyah The Gemara though asks, is that really so? True truma the boy Mitchell Truma is a tithe that one separates from his produce and gives to a Kohen. If for some reason a person wanted to reverse his Truma declaration, he could do that. He could do that by being Shoyal on the Truma. The Truma is a dedication that he makes when he ties, he separates the produce, he declares a Truma. He can undo that through She'elah so the the uh, term or the the labeling of something as truma is something that can be rescinded and yet it is subject to annulment in a majority of heter. this nan saw truma shenof lo tirkav. if you have a saw, a measure type of measure uh, a, a certain quantity of truma that became defiled and it fell into less than 100 parts chulin chulin is mundane or common allowed produce then the whole uh, mixture of tirkav has to be set aside to rot tala we can infer from this that if the truma t'me the saw of truma fell into 100 saw of chulin it would have become botel tala means botel for our purposes and that is a then challenge to what Rabbi Abi, what Rabbi Abo had said Gemara answers Amri. The case here of the Truma being botel is but Truma beyond and the law. It's Truma after it was given to the Kohen Truma after it's given to the Kohen it doesn't have She'elah law. It can't be rescinded. Therefore, it is Botel, it is subject to annulment. It's not a Dovershla Matirin. If so, that you're dealing in the source just quoted with Truma Biat Kohen, continue reading this very same Tanaic source. It says, If instead of being Truma Temea, it was Truma Tahora, and it fell into Chulin, you would be able to sell the mixture to a Kohen. We don't have to deal with the details of truma right now but notice the direction things are taken it indicates then that the Reisha was talking not about truma it's before it got to the hands of the kohen. if it's before it got to the hands of the kohen, then it's something that does have Shayla. so then why is there bittel? Elah the Gemara says in truth the truma above does not have She'ela, it's not a because it's mi avi abo, mi avi imo this, uh, the source in fact is talking about Truma that had already been given to a Kohen you'll ask if it had been given to a Kohen then what's this business of selling it to a Kohen so it's a little more complicated it's Truma that was given to a Kohen who happened to have the Kohen happened to have a grandson. A grandson through his daughter. And that grandson was not a Kohen. So you can have a Kohen whose grandson is a Yisrael. And, and, uh, and, this, and this grandfather, had, let's say, had, he had in possession, the uh, Kohen grandfather had in his possession truma that had been given to him. At that point, there it's no longer subject to Shaila. The grandfather died. The Grandfather had only a daughter as an heiress, and she had a son. This daughter had been married to to a Yisrael, and the Yisrael grandson inherited the truma. He can't eat it himself, but it's his possession with regard to being allowed to sell it to a kohen. So, <clears throat> with this explanation, <clears throat> the truma is not a davr shyesha material There is no she'elah because it had already been given to a kohen, the grandfather. The Gemara asks, v'ha kotani seifa, timocher chutz midmei oisasa. It says that the uh, regarding the truma that had fallen into the chulin, it says you can sell it to a kohen with the exception of the original awe of truma that had fallen in in other words we don't want you benefiting from that and if that's the case it could not be talking about truma that had once been given to a Kohen as we suggested before but rather it's truma that had been that had uh, just been separated and not yet given to a Kohen so that you can sell the entire mixture with the exception of the truma amount that's in there, because you, as a Yisrael, are not allowed to benefit from the truma. It's it's a gift given to the Kohanim, not for you to benefit from. So, if that's the case, then we're dealing we're back to square one. We're dealing with a problem, a kasha on Rabbi Abba's parrots. In other words, you see that we're dealing with truma before it was ever given to a kohen, and that that very truma has a bittle potential. It can be annulled in, in the case it falls into a majority of other stuff. So it's not. So what do we see from here? We see something. The truma, and yet there is bito. That is a problem for Rabbi Amor's principle. Answer, No, this is a long answer, it takes us to the end of the discussion. amo rather restate what Rabbi Abba was trying to say above, Bishlamo kainomois mitzvah Above, when Rabbi Abba said, that the koinim is different, it's a davr shi'esh le'matirin, because you can be shoyal on it, not just that you can be shoyal on it, but it's a mitzvah to rescind a neder, a vow. And you'll ask, what's the reason that we say there's a mitzvah to rescind it, to be shoyal on it? Mishum to Rabbi Nosson, because Rabbi Nosson's teaching, diom Rabbi Nossam kala noider ki obama. Anyone who vows, we look at it askance. It's like one who builds an altar, a personal altar, which is strictly forbidden after the time of the Beis HaMikdash. And one who fulfills his vow. It's as if he's offering a sacrifice on the Bama. So that vow making is something we expect you to rescind. It's a mitzvah. To have it undone that's a real Truma my mitva but Truma once uh, Yisrael tithes his produce setting aside the Truma what urgency is there in him having the Truma dedication reversed and since there's no there's no mitzvah in having it reversed it's not viewed as a do Matirin, and therefore it is subject to annulment to Bittle. And so with that we defend Rabbi abba's terets to the kasha that rami bar had raised at the top of this daf Gufa. this bowtie marking is explained on the side under the mifn uh, heading uh, highlights c2 these are quotes divrei morayim liel nun zayin base we saw the Amoroyim that will be quoted here, who had been introduced to us initially on Nun Zionimit Beis. So just take a bird's eye view of the Gemara structure. Gufa here, Rabbi Yochanan is quoted uh, from, back uh, from Nun Zionimit Beis. And as you continue down Nun base, three lines up from the bottom, you see again, do you see the bow tie? There, Rabbi Hanina Tirsaw is quoted. Who had also appeared on Nun Zion, Omit Bays. Gufa, Alma Rabbi Yochanan, Litra, Bitsolim, Shetikna, Vizora, Misaseraslafi Kula. A Litra, as we had seen uh, previously, is a measure of, uh, in this case, Bitzolim of onions. That Tikna means that he had tithed. And then he planted the tithed onions. When he uh, harvests the increased growth of the onions, when he when he harvests his his onions, he has to tithe the whole amount, the whole bunch. What do we see? So we the principle we saw then was the that gidulim. Armavatel the icker that was the principle we saw in this case the icker the original is something that you had tithed why is it then that when you harvest it and the onion is, is something we described as something that is still the original onion is still present that's the nature of onion growth that the original onion is there it's simply uh, by putting it in the ground it, it it generated more onion growth. But if what you put in the ground was tithed already, why, when you harvest it, you have to re it? Yosef Rabba, veko'omar loho shmaitzah. Rabba was uh, seated, and he had said over this particular teaching, that Mishasar Kula, and we have a new marking, the house shape, You'll see appears in an alternating direction and this is explained on the side under the ma'akav we have a back and forth structure and again just like the, in the previous piece of gemara this back and forth structure will take us down practically to the bottom practically to the end of Omid base so it's a vigorous uh, discussion that uh, will ensue the tip of the house facing upwards represents Kusho Al Rabbi Yochanan it will be challenging Rabbi Yochanan's point and the inverted f- shape will be an attempt to defend, to answer the questions Omar Le'i Rav Chista, Rav Chista says to Rabbo, loch u'la Rabbi who's going to heed your words and the words of Rabbi Yochanan Rabbo quoted Rabbi Yochanan who's going to listen to you or, and and Rabbi Yochanan, your teacher. Where did the hetter go? In other words, the original onion bulb that had been tithed. Why do you need to tithe it again? Where did the hetter, the permission of that 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 rested upon that original onion? Where did it go? Omar lay. So Rabbo responds me lo tenan de do we not have a Tanaic source that would support this point? This source reads, B'tzalim, onions that had grown in the sixth year, they were left in the ground into the seventh year, the Shemitah year. Uh, growth of the Shemitah year is subject to restrictions, without getting into details but the realm of shemitah is considered the realm of, we'll say, the realm of prohibition. So you have sixth year which are allowed. Sixth year onions that upon which, while in the ground, rain fell during the seventh year, fitzimchu and they continue to grow uh, without your exerting any efforts. Im hoyu Ermin shalem asurim if the Leaves that develop are dark in color, indicating that they are fresh and strong, and uh, hence they reflect seventh-year growth. Asurim, there are all of them, and here, if you look at the Tossef's commentary at the very top of the page, imhayolin asurin af mashigodlu That's the main point. Even that which had grown in the sixth year is Asr. Alma heter didhu poka. You see from here that the heter went away. Horiku Mutorin, And if the, we're reading back in the Gemara text, that is if the leaves appeared uh, withered, so there was no additional growth during the seventh year, so they remain with their sixth year heter identity. So the points out, the Amay Asurin. So if the, if the leaves uh, appear dark in color, why do we say that the whole thing is Asur? Why not use your objection? Where did the heter go? And yet it seems that that's the way things operate. That when there's subsequent growth, that annuls whatever heter there was beforehand. Just like Rabbi Yochanan had taught. Omar Lei Rav Chizda, re- responds, al ikr kotani, who says that this that when the source on the top uses the expression asurim, that that is a reference to the ikr, to the original onions, the 60-year onions. The term asurim meaning shvius identity that's only a reference to the subsequent growth not the original growth so now a response to that if that's your explanation of the betzolem source of that onion source my also Reb Shimon ben Gamliel What would Reb Shimon ben Gamliel be coming to tell us, Desanya? Reb Shimon ben Gamliel Oimer regarding that very same source, he says Hagodel b'chiyuv Chayev, Hagodel b'ptur Potter. That which grew in the seventh year, that is prohibited. That which grew in the sixth year, the ptur meaning with uh, with uh, exemption. Uh, is exempt, is exempt from the rules of the seventh year. Well, Tanakama Nami Hochi Omar, the Tanakama, according to what you, Rav Chista, are saying, the Tanakama is also saying the same thing. So, well, I have news for you. Kula Masnisen, Rav Shimon Ben Gamliel katani la. The whole source, the Reisha and the Seifa, are authored both by Rebshim Shimon Ben Gamliel. The Ad Khan, the Ben Gamliel, the idea of Shimon ben Gamliel, that the heter remains, that the heter is uh, is not annulled. The low kotorach, where the uh, owner, the the person didn't get involved. You might have noticed the onions of the six were left in the ground. There was no involvement of the owner. So in such a case the uh, the the concept of can be applied. But where the owner is involved uh, where you had some plants that you uh that you tithe, like Rabbi Yochanan's din, which of course Rabbah is here to defend. Rabbi Yochanan's din, a man took a measure of B'tzalem, he tithed it, and then replanted it. In other words, it, was, it had reached a heter, a stage of Heter, and while in the stage of Heter, you, the owner, was involved. Torah means you invested efforts. And your efforts of replanting it is what causes the subsequent growth to annul the original. Reading that phrase again, which is what Rabbi Yochanan said. So a distinction is made within the source dealing with the B'tzalim. And that which Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel spoke about that Ptur, where the uh, the subsequent growth doesn't annul the original, that is a case where there was uh, no involvement. So, to review what we've said as far as the final response, the source dealing with the B'Tzolim shiordalem that started at the bottom of Ahmed Aleph, in which we saw the subsequent growth of uh, knowing what was there originally that is a function of non uh, that's a function of non-involvement uh, let us just make a, a, a correction on what we just said but rather the point that Rabo is making is as follows that the, t- the explanation Rav Histo gave that only the Tosefes is Osir, but not the original, because of what Rav Kista said was his concern for Hetter Shebohen Lehechon Holach. Well, that's true that the Heter, is, the Iser is, the prohibition is going only on the Tosefes. But that's only where the owner did not invest efforts. He was not Torach. So if he was not Torach, the original. Uh, item remains with its original identity, and only the subsequent growth is that which is osir. However, as far as what Rabbi Yochanan was describing, that's different than the case. That was featured in the source with the sixth year bethsalem upon whom rain had fallen in the seventh year, because Rabbi Yochanan was talking about a case where the owner had invested efforts. He had a litra bethsalem that he tithed and then replanted. If and in such a case, the subsequent growth does. Annul that which was there originally, and hence, Rabbi din of Mishaseris, the And uh, as far as Hetter yeah, the Hetter Holach, it went away. A, that going away is a function of the annulment, which is a function, or if you like a pun, it's an outgrowth of the owner having been Torach. We continue in the Gemara. Question v'cholhecha dekotorach botil beruba is that really so that when the uh, owner uh, invests efforts energies we say that the original heter is annulled in the majority of of iser litro meiser tevel dekotorach v'kotoni litro again is a measure of meiser that was uh, untithed and it, uh, this again is a, is a source that we had uh, seen in the past this was a case of uh, a miser that had been given to a levy and the levy did not tithe from it the trumas miser in other words all the other tithes had been removed before gi- being given to the levy and just the uh, miser, the trumus miser, that the lady is expected to tithe. Well, he didn't take care of it. So we have an example of a of this litra miser that was replanted, the and it says the oisolitra The that litra miser tevel that was planted. Uh, and, and then grew uh, into new plants, the original trumas meiser that had not been tied must be taken care of. And we don't say that even though there was tircha on the part of the owner, that that tircha will cancel, will annul whatever original uh, status or whatever original needs had been there. So here we have a challenge to the, the Chiluk that uh, Rabba had given us before. So the Gemara responds, Shiny Gabi Meiser. The case involving Meiser is different. The Omar Kroh, Aseir ta'aseir, Hetero Zari inchi, isura Lozari Inshi. To appreciate this, we look at the Rashi across from here. Something that has been fully tithe. That is what people are accustomed to planting. That when you plant something that is mutter, then we say that when you harvest the crop, all you have to take, all you have to tithe is the basic that you would give to a levi and then which you would eat in Jerusalem. But something that is not permitted, in other words, if you plant something that hasn't been fully tithed, people don't ordinarily plant that. And the case in this Teneic source where the Levi had planted it without having tithed the Trumas Meiser We now impose a fine upon him and say, listen, you know, last year this stuff that you planted had not had its Trumas Meiser its 10% Tax that you owe to the coin removed from it. So now that you're harvesting it, we don't want you to keep that for yourself. We don't want you to benefit from that. So you have to take care of that tax right now. Shaloya your bakach, as Rashi says. But just to review the main point that in general, where something is uh, planted and the owner is Torah. Uh, invests efforts regarding the we'll call the subsequent growth that subsequent growth will annul whatever original uh, status was there with regard to that particular plant. And that is what Rabbi Yochanan had taught in his case of the Lutra B'tzom Shetikna that we saw uh, quoted on the lower part of Omed Aleph. We continue now in the gemara with a, another quote from daf nun zayin gufo uh, umar rabbi Hanino tirsot yourself is the name of his place omar rabbi anai bozol shall truma al a botsol that had been tied as truma so you have an, a, a, a truma onion and it was planted and the subsequent growth was greater than the original it is mutter. so now the Gemara asks and we have a new marking scheme the triangle is going to be used here to keep track of the back and forth structure the and we call this a ma'akav you can see on the side the point facing up will be a a question and the inverted would be a response so having heard uh, this din of the bosshosh truma she notay v'du of that it's now mutter sounds like it's uh it's not truma anymore the main we continue at the top of daf sama and aleph heter malin esho are we then to suggest that uh subsequent heter growth of cancels or annuls the original prohibited amount, Vatanan, have we not though learned Gidule Truma Truma? That the subsequent growth from an original Truma item is also Truma. So what was Rabyanai talking about? Answer Bigidulai Gidulin Koamrinan. What Rabyanai was talking about was a case where you're dealing with a third generation, so to speak. Raviana was describing a case where you had taken Gidulei Truma and planted it, and that produced an additional growth. In that case, the, the, the subsequent growth can annul the original. And what's the original? The original was itself not original Truma, it was the, a, a, a growth from Truma. So the third generation of additional growth cancels the second generation. The Gemara asks, Ha Nami Tanina, but this we've already learned in a Tanaic source. Hidule, So that, what do I need Rab'yanai for? Answer: komash What Rav Yana reveals to us, a That the, the heter extends even to uh, produce where the original item does not disintegrate. Example: onions. The Gemara asks vahotnan, but. Have we not learned the following? Ha-tevel. Ki-du-lov, mutaren. kolo Untied produce that you plant, the subsequent growth is muter. Now, here the ran on the Afnun Tesum the Bez explains. Tevel, after it's been piled up into a what we call a cree you're not allowed to eat from it Achilas Aroi, even uh, a snacking type eating. However, untithed produce before, Miruach is the term that the Halacha uses, before it's piled up into a pile. Though it's untithed, one is allowed to eat from it Achilas Aroi, a snacking type eating. So we have a source that says, Tevel, which had reached a point where even Achilas Saroi is Osr, and you took some of that and planted it, uh, the subsequent growth is Mutter, meaning you're, you would be allowed to eat from the subsequent growth Achilas Haroi. But that's provided you're dealing with the Dabr Shezar where the original seed disintegrates. Avodavershein zaro kola gidule gidulin asurin, but something which we describe as ein zaro kola, even the third generation gidulin are prohibited. So is this not a challenge to what we were answering on behalf of Rav The Gemara answers ribui deravu gidulin. Al ikoroi mutr khomashmolon. In order to appreciate this, we look at the ran on Nun base. We have a star helping you to find it a little more easily in the lower part of the Ran commentary. Hokhi Gasino Hosom de Lorovu Ali Ali Klomar. This comment that was made in the Tanaic source, that the Gidule Gidulin are Asur, Mayri Bishelarovu Gidule Gidulin Ala Iker. That's talking about a case where the Gidule that third generation, was not the majority over the original. The Hainu Gidulin. Original in that case was the second generation. Avalvachal Gabi Botsel Shil Trumo. Myri, the din of uh, Rabbi Yannai, who spoke about the botzal Truma, is a case where she rov gidulin al hagidulin. The third uh, generation, in fact, outnumbered the second generation, and in that case, the gidule gidulin will annul the gidulin. And that is what Rav Yanai's was, that even though you're dealing with a Dover zaro At this point, you can see we've come to the end of the uh, seventh peric, And with that, we conclude our Shidor for today.